0: This guy found everything to keep him on the road and back into winning mode after what happened in June on a road course. His name is Corey Heim, your winner from Watkins Glen, running on those general tires here in the Freak Nation. Everyone's quoting your comment about we brought everything to the track to win this race. What does that mean, Corey Heim?
1: I think the main thing is, you know, this year we've been racing, you know, back to back so much that, you know, it's been kind of a struggle sometimes to, uh, you know, have all the necessary sim time and, all the notes that we could possibly bring to the racetrack, you know, Venerini, I think they have, you know, 13, 14 full-time employees and, you know, everyone's working as hard as they possibly can. But, you know, recently I think everyone's just really taking it up a notch and just put everything they can working really late nights and early mornings to do everything we possibly can with all we've got. You know, we don't quite have the resources that maybe um, some other teams have. And it's just, you know, been a little bit of a struggle in these in these back-to-back races. But, you know, like I said, I think recently everyone's been really, working their butts off, trying to do everything they can. And this weekend, we did a lot of work to try to, you know, maximize every ounce of speed that we could possibly get out of our cars.
2: Corey Heim, ARCA driver, winner at Watkins Glen. Corey, in the 21 years we've been doing this, 25, 30-year-old, 35-year-old drivers have told us it takes a while for them to get up to speed, to talk the language to a, a crew chief, to get them to understand what's needed in the car. You're 19. Are you able to do that now?
1: Yeah, I think I have some work to do, you know, as far as my feedback in the in the actual race mode. But I think in, like, practice and a test session and, and in Sim as well, I think I've done a pretty good job of relaying feedback and everything inside the race car. But, you know, in, in race mode, you know, it's kind of just hard to focus on all the cars around you and everything that's going on with race strategy and pit strategy and everything like that. And also, you know, think about what the car is doing. So. A lot of that's a little overwhelming for me right now, but I'm, and I think I'm getting better every race You know, as we go out through the year. But um, as far as practice and everything goes, I think I do a decent job of that.
3: Clearly, you're getting better every race, so to speak. I mean, you've got five wins on the season, but now you're just two points out of the points lead. It, what is your strategy for the rest of the season? Clearly, it's always to get ahead of Ty Gibbs and to get as high of a position place as you can. But what is the race strategy moving forward for the season? And has it changed from the beginning of the season necessarily?
1: Um, I wouldn't say so. I think it's pretty much been the same throughout the season. You know, I think we both knew, or I'm sorry, we all knew at running motorsports that it's going to be a battle between me and the 18 and, you know, the two and the 46 has been pretty strong as well. But, you know, for the most part, it's been, you know, me and the 18 for most of the year. And I think the strategy has been to go out and do the best we possibly can and not worry about you know, who we're racing or how good they are, how good we are, just to go out and try to win the race regardless of, you know, how fast, you know, how fast a team might be at a certain racetrack. I think, you know, a lot of people get sucked into that and a little overwhelmed with it. So we've really just gone out and tried to do our own thing and try to do everything we possibly can to go win the race. And, of course, we have, you know, points in the back of our minds at all times, but um, the main thing is to not get sucked into that either, you know. Um, We can't, you know, be too cautious or be too, um, you know, soft with what our strategy is or anything like that. Um, and you know, risk you know having a bad point stage just because we weren't aggressive enough on on our strategy. So um, you know, every race we go go and try to win, and I think so far this year it's really paid off. We've really only had one race where we've gotten some penalties and some mishaps, and um, all the other you know, I think it was 12 races that we've had really solid shows.
3: Okay, so that answers my next question for the most part. I was going to ask you, what are the true goings on behind the scenes between you and Ty Gibbs? But it sounds like you're very good at being able to compartmentalize everything and not let any sort of rivalry that the media wants to put on you guys come to fruition, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, we've been kind of battling head to head throughout the year and I think um, going into the race, if you really get sucked into that, it's going to kind of put you in the wrong mindset throughout the weekend. So um, I've just been kind of playing it by whatever happens, happens. And if you know, if we butt heads at the end of the race, that's just kind of part of it. But you never, you never want to plan to do something like that because then you just kind of wrap yourself into it. So um, I think for the most part, we just go out and try to do our own thing. And if we butt heads, we butt heads, you know.
2: Corey Heim, the media made a big deal out of Chase Briscoe coming to the ARCA series to race. He's a NASCAR cup driver. Was it just media hype or you ARCA drivers, especially your team, was able to hold it off and win the race? He had suspension issues. Was that just hype or what was it?
1: No, I think that was definitely, you know, a big deal. I think Chase Briscoe coming down to race ARCA, um, not only ARCA, but also ARCA on a road course. You know, he's um, kind of an underrated road course racer. You know, he won his uh, Xfinity races, uh, a lot of them on the road courses and does really well on the cup side of things as well. So I think uh, a lot of people kind of overlooked, if anything, you know, him coming down to Arca and racing the road course stuff. And you know, he um, he didn't qualify great, but he came into the race and you know pretty much took the lead within I don't know 20 laps or something like that. So um, what really helped me was just kind of getting behind him and seeing what he was doing differently. And that's honestly, without that, I don't know if I would have had the speed that I had at the end. You know, just being behind him and seeing what he was doing better than me. And same with the 18. Um, he kind of showed what he had early, um, early on. And I kind of could adapt to that and, you know, put that into my own race line and whatever you want to call that. So, um, those two guys really showed me kind of how to get around that place. That was my first time there and they'd been there before. So, um, you know, without that, I might not have the speed at the end that I needed. Corey, that's a
2: fascinating story. Did you do more learning or driving in this race at Watkins Glen? You won, but how much did you learn?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say so. Um, with the limited practice and qualifying that we get in Arkanow, and you know, the top three series basically get no practice and qualifying. I think you know, with my position where I'm at right now um, in my career, you know, I'm still I feel like I'm still young and learning and everything. Um, I think every race is you know a step in the right direction as far as my learning you know process as a development driver in Toyota. Um, you know, I think every race is going to teach me something and especially for a track I've never been to before and only getting 45 minutes of practice, I think it's really big for me to just, you know, maybe not set my expectations so high to go lead every lap and win the race. But, you know, the guys in front of me are going to kind of show me the way a little bit and I can learn throughout the race. And, um, by the end of it, hopefully I have a shot at the win and that's exactly, you know, how the race went this past weekend.
0: ARCA series winner from Watkins Glen, Corey Heim running on those general tires, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you've got a website, shopcoryheim.com. If we had a camera on you right now, Corey, would you be drinking out of your number 20 coffee mug? (laughs)
1: Uh, Not right now, but I do have one sitting at my house, and they do come out really, really nice. So uh, if you're interested in something like that, definitely go to shopcoryheim.com. And got a lot of other stuff other than that. We have some shirts and T-shirts and uh, hats, and we also have a bunch of other miscellaneous items as well. So uh, head that way if you're looking for some merch.
0: You know, at one time, it wasn't cool, at least in rock and roll, for rock bands to wear their own gear. And you don't see a whole lot of motorsports drivers wearing their own gear. Is it cool now to wear your own gear, Corey Heim?
1: You know, I've always heard it's kind of bad luck to wear your own stuff. So I've always kind of avoided it. And I am a little supersti- superstitious in that aspect. So um, I've avoided, you know, wearing my own merchandise, but I definitely tried it on a time or two just to see how the material comes out and everything like that. And, uh, I can tell you for sure that everything that comes out of my shop came out really good. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I never really wear it around in public, but I'll definitely at least try it on once or twice.
3: <laughs> That's fast. Okay, so what other superstitions do you have? You opened that door, and now I want to go through it.
1: Oh, gosh, a lot. You know, on race day, I have to wear a specific kind of underwear. <laughs> um, definitely have to do the same pre-race routine time and time again. Um, there's a lot of stuff, really. Like, none of it, I don't think, you know, is week to week. I think it's kind of the same thing every time for me, but, um, I don't know. It's it's almost become so much of a, you know, same thing every week that I can't even remember everything that I do to prepare for a race. That's kind of a superstition. It's just kind of like, if I don't do it right, I have just like a bad feeling going into the race. Like I don't, I don't feel prepared enough or something just feels off.
0: (laughs) Does it start when you wake up? Like if you get out of the wrong side of the bed, do you start cursing yourself and then get back in (laughs) bed and then start it over?
1: Not quite that bad, but definitely, you know, I definitely feel like if I don't prepare the right way, like I have to have some espresso in the morning before a race and to wake me up and definitely can't eat too much like fatty foods or else I also don't feel very good and, and greasy food, stuff like that. So um maybe it's not like specifics, but it's definitely like kind of the principle of like what I do in the morning to prepare for a race. Like even hydration really, if I if I don't, you know, drink enough electrolytes and water and stuff like that. I definitely feel like I'm not prepared enough. And I feel like that also kind of affects my my luck and my superstitious, you know, side of things as well. Just because if I don't do everything I can to prepare for a race, like why am I even here? You know, it's kind of my mindset.
3: Well sometimes it doesn't matter how hard you prepare, the mother nature just wins. And this weekend was a tough one for you. You brought up hydration, dehydration was going around the the NASCAR pits when it comes to the truck series or Xfinity series or ARCA series. You had to battle with that. That was hard, huh?
1: Yeah, it was definitely tough. Um, I haven't done a doubleheader in a while, but um, I definitely feel like if I hadn't you know, hydrated as much as I did and eat as, eat as well as I did, it would have been tough. So, um, you know, for the most part, I've done some doubleheaders in my past and some late model stuff, but this was definitely one of the harder ones. Um, I think, you know, the truck series race was definitely Uh, one of the hotter races I've done this year and the Arca series wasn't that bad because the sun was going down, but, um, I think I prepared well, I'm definitely pretty faded after those races, you know, pretty tired, but I think most of it's just, you know, the day after a race, you're normally cooling down and everything's kind of, you know, pretty mellow, but after, uh, after the Arca series race, you know, you had to strap right back into a truck and go, go at it again. Corey
0: Heim, your ARCA Series winner, Watkins Glen, running on those general tires again back in the Freak Nation. Buddy, thanks for doing this. Good luck. You got. You still have a hell of a season left in front of you to, for you and Ty Gibbs and company to battle for that championship.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to it. I think we got about seven races left, and some of the tracks on the schedule are, are definitely right in my wheelhouse, so I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks, Corey.
0: I appreciate it.